0: Welcome to Jessica Massey on the podcast. I am a woman's empowerment coach and I'm here to talk all things spirituality, business, money mindset and absolutely everything in between so that you have the tools to know that everything is already inside of you and absolutely everything is possible. I'm so excited to have you on the show and I hope you enjoy the journey. Hello, beautiful humans. Today's episode is something super interesting. So I've got Jo on who has just finished shamanic healing training. So she is a trained shamanic healer and I had the honor of doing one of her very first practices, her healings, and it was was amazing. So we want to jump on and talk about it and you know how it goes on this podcast. We talk about the things that people don't usually talk about every day. So bring in those conversations to your ears. I'm so freaking excited for you to hear this episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe and everything you need to know is in the show notes. Enjoy. All right, everyone. Hello, Joe. How are you? So excited to have you on the show. I'm great, Jess. Thank you for having me. I'm really, really excited. My pleasure. I feel like I start all the shows the same way and this episode is going to be so different than anything I've spoken about before. So. I'll get you to introduce yourself in a second. And Joe and I have been talking all things next level spirit animals, shamanic healing, journeys, breath work, and how everything gets integrated together. And then some next level, some next level stuff. I'm so excited to go through all these rabbit holes with you, Joe. And yes, hello. Introduce yourself. Let us know about you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm excited as well to dive into whatever,
1: wherever this journey will take us today. Um, My name's Jo Spear. My business is Life and Breath. I don't even really know how to introduce myself right now because I have just gone through a complete identity shift So we can get more into more detail on that later. However, I am a coach. I'm a breathwork facilitator. I'm a healer. I'm all the things. I don't really resonate with labels right now. So, yeah, I'm just a a human here to spread light and love and to help raise the planet's consciousness. I think that might be a good way to to describe me.
0: That's so great. (laughs) I'm just a healer and a human trying to help the Earth's consciousness. (laughs) that's it that's all we're here to do really isn't it at the end of the day all these incredible tools and modalities that we get to experience and try that's the reason behind it all so Mm, yeah um, to
1: be of service is definitely definitely a rewarding path and also comes with its own challenges for sure as well
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah don't we freaking know that (laughs) so (laughs) you know what we'll get into all the other stuff as well and what I feel for you right now has been the topic of our conversations is spirit animals. Mm -hmm. And it's not something I hear anybody really speak of. So it's so cool. I don't even know who's listening, whether they even know a spirit guides, like everyone is listening from different journeys. So I love that you connect to spirit animals. Like you're so connected to the animal world. And I would love for you to share your magic on that.
1: Yeah, cool for sure. So I do a lot of breath work and a lot of meditation and a lot of, you know, connecting in with myself. And the more that I've done that over the years, the more intuitive I feel and the more I'm just, I guess, trusting and aware of the signs that come to me. And recent, more recently, over the last few months, or even the last 12 months, um, I have a lot of animals come through for me um, when I'm meditating or after breath work and whatnot. So, Um, Yeah, it just got to the point where it seemed that each animal had a message for me and it it always seemed to relate to something that I was going through in my life and what I always tend to do when an animal comes to me is feel into what that animal represents to me and what it means to me and then I go and research and dig a little bit deeper on good old Google and find out like the spiritual meaning or the representation of that animal And every single time that that's happened, there has been a message in it for me to help me with something that I've been going through in that particular moment or phase of my life. And it's been getting to the point more recently where I see a lot of different animals actually come to me in real life, you know. It could be butterfly. It could be different birds Um, to the point, you know, where you just kind of can't ignore it. And I'm like, where have you come from? You've really caught my attention. I know that you have a message for me. And the more that I've trusted that and really looked into it, the more that I felt this really strong connection to, yeah, animals as spirit guides. And that, yeah, that that realm is, is really calling to me and speaking to me, I guess.
0: That's so awesome. How long ago did you feel you first felt or I guess realized the significance of it
1: I think probably in the last six or so months yeah. it's been coming through even more strongly and I think the more that with any intuitive abilities the more that you acknowledge them and trust them the stronger the messages start to come through and the more they start to present themselves so right. um yeah yeah it's- been ramping up very recently you know I think now that I'm more aware of it I'm starting to
0: notice it a lot more as well yes I love that you brought that in like the more that you are aware of it the more that it becomes and it's Mm -hmm. actually just trusting those intuitive messages that I am sure for you as well like we've always had these signs right I'm sure you've always had a feeling when a butterfly flies past and you're just like oh Oh well, that's that's cool. Whereas actually diving deep into the significance or the meaning behind everything you're seeing is just taking the human experience to a whole new level. Like to get messages from an animal that crosses your path, whether that be through meditation or real life, that's incredible. (laughs) What a gift!
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really happy that you know they're speaking to me, and I also am a firm believer that. Everything in our external environment is a reflection of our internal environment. So when I see a particular animal or sign, for that matter, it's like why am I sending this to myself or why have I created this in my reality and what am I trying to tell myself or what are my guides trying to tell me or what message is in this from the
0: universe for me to receive? So I'm just always very aware. (laughs) And you listen, right, that's the key. I think it's like being aware and going, Okay, I receive this message. I'm gonna actually take action because I trust so much that if I don't listen, it's not gonna serve me, putting yeah. it gently.
1: Yeah, for sure. And like uh, you get
0: to the point where you just can't
1: ignore them, you know. I think if there's a message trying to come to you, it will come in many different ways. And they call it the feather, the brick, or the bus. Yeah. you know, from the universe. If you don't you don't listen to the little tickle of the feather, then the brick's gonna hit you and if the Rick doesn't do the trick and you don't wake up then the bus may come along (laughs) so I'm always very aware of um when I'm getting tickled
0: (laughs) that's so great I always say that as well like I've been hit by the truck too many times to ignore it anymore (laughs) I remember at the start asking people about them like do you really listen to the whisper and the people that have experienced like absolutely I do so it's like Trusting that very first message, so you don't have to go through all the pain of the brick <laughs> truck. Yeah, yeah,
1: and I think you know there. Sometimes it is necessary to get to that point as well. Sometimes you know, unfortunately, the bus is the only thing that that may really wake us up to certain messages. Um, but yeah, the more that you can trust and listen to to those signs,
0: yeah,
1: I think it's a real ally in life. To really help you transition through different phases and your own growth and your own journey, knowing that you've got support from all these different types of um, energies around you.
0: Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. You and I would always know that and feel that, and that's how we've been so connected. Like all this magic that we get to cultivate together. And so, yeah. you and I, Joe, offline. There's so much death and rebirth. We just, I feel like I've both coincidentally come out of the massive one. And so that comes back to that bus, right? Mm-hmm. That bus that comes and almost causes that death. So, was there a time I could speak into millions myself? And I would love for you to speak into it for you of what led you down this shamanic journey. Was it that bus that led you there? Or what exactly happened to cause that massive death, which has each is causing this incredible beautiful rebirth which is so beautiful to watch
1: yeah yeah um i mean yeah there's been quite a few and there's always layers to this growth journey and and this life we get to live um more recently though um as i mentioned the last six or so months the animals have really been coming through for me stronger and as i said i look into a lot of signs and it's not just animals there have been other visions or Elements have come through in, you know, different um, breath work or meditations. And I'm always just very aware and looking into, okay, what is this coming to me for? What is the meaning behind this? And I swear it's just like breadcrumbs. And I'm following this trail of breadcrumbs that is leading me somewhere. And the more that I can trust that path, the closer that I get to whatever the end game is, whatever the end result is. Um, I think so many people just needed to hear
0: that. Like, I just want to stop you yeah. there. I think so many people needed to hear that. Like, it's just about following the breadcrumbs.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's all well and good to, you know, want to have the answers right now and know our purpose and know our mission and and have the answers straight away. But it doesn't really always work that way. And I think it's really trusting and surrendering to the journey mm-hmm. because it's not just about the destination. It's actually the journey of unfolding and unlearning and uncovering and actually, just remembering what we already know. It's releasing the conditioning and the 3D, you know, physical reality stuff that um, keeps us here to uncover this power that we have within us and this knowing that we already have and that we're born with. It's about that remembering. So um, one of the biggest things that started to lead me down the, the path of shamanic healing was on New Year's Eve, I went, you know, had a little bit of a... Um, gathering at the beach, you were there as well. And, you know, you enjoyed some time with some people. And I had a big theme in 2022 of really learning to be on my own and being comfortable in my own company and without feeling lonely and without yearning, you know, the company of others and things like that. So I felt that New Year's Eve, it would be a really nice time for me just to be on my my own at home in my own space and to kind of close out the year of, of that learning to love myself and my own company. So I went and got some good vendors, and I came home, and I was just listening to some music and sitting on the couch and really pondering and reflecting. And there was a light shining on the window in front of me, which cast a shadow of the leaves and the trees out the front, right. And I was looking at the leaves moving, and I started to see animals in the shadow, and they were shape shifting. It was shifting different animal, like about. 50 different animals just started to shift through and then it turned into faces. And I was sitting there like, what is going on? Like, am I tripping out? Like, honestly, and, you know, <laughs> there were no drugs involved. But I was like, "What? what is this? Like, I was in, in, you know, in shock in a way. And then just as the images stopped moving, I had this message come to me so loud and clear, you're a shapeshifter. And oh. I, at, the, at that time, I was like, I don't even know what that means. Like, what what does it mean to be a shapeshifter?
0: i just got goosebumps so, so again, all following over.
1: The, following, following the breadcrumbs, I looked into, you know, what is a shapeshifter? Where could it be? And, again, it just led me down, you know, the path of shamanic healing. And a few things had already been leading me to look into that, you know, obviously with all the animals coming up as well. And it was actually... A couple of weeks ago, I just finished a breathwork event on the beach and I dropped my phone in the sand and then I heard a caw and I looked up and I was obviously meant to drop my phone in that particular spot and there was a raven, a black raven looking at me, getting my attention, cawing at me and I was like, hi, what, what message have you got for me? And I looked up at it, and it just really caught my attention and um, it looked right at me and it was almost like, trying to give me a sign of something and again I went home and I looked into you know the meaning of a raven and this shamanic stuff just kept coming up and I was like right okay I have a friend who had done shamanic healing in the past and so I messaged her and I was like I need to know more about this I didn't really know that much about it and um, she told me who that who she had trained through and after she came into my you know, into my field and into, into my awareness, so many other people then said to me, oh, I know this lady who does shamanic healing training. I know this lady. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm listening, following the breadcrumbs. And I ended up booking it. And, yeah, I went and and did uh, Level 1 shamanic practitioner training very recently. And um, going in there, it honestly... Even though I didn't really know that much about it, it felt so natural. It just felt like I already knew what I was doing, and it and it, I didn't really have to think too much about it. Yeah, it all just came very naturally to me, and I knew I was in the right place. And I knew that this was a new part of me unlocking a new medicine that I was activating within myself, um, to be able to help heal other pe like others on a, on a different level to what I already do, which mm. has been really
0: cool. That's so beautiful and great, and I have had the freaking honor to be the first one to receive one of your healings. Oh, my gosh, Joe, it was next level. And I love that you brought up the raven because I remember the day before the healing, I saw two black ravens in the tree, both in separate occasions, and I was like, whoa, this is so Joe." speaking to me like in preparation for this magic like I definitely feel the truth in what you're saying which is why I wanted you to share this magic with the world and for us to have this conversation so people can actually open their minds and ears to the possibility of actually everything is a message and you just Mm. reminded me I didn't look into the spiritual meaning of it one when I was in Tassie a little while ago I went on this hike and I was on my own on a mountain it was old old me would have been scared so it was a good test of my endurance and I went into this hike and about like 10 minutes in all of the birds started like coming onto one tree and like screaming at me and I just had that knowing like now I've got to go and I just felt like all those birds were telling me like to not go there and yeah it started with a couple birds and there was like a whole swarm of birds in this tree and I was like I'm listening yep I'm gonna go thank you so much for this message and yeah wonder who wouldn't listen what would have happened if I didn't listen to that and I don't even know what kind of birds they were but yeah it was definitely a message
1: that's great and well done for like taking note and actually listening to whatever they were warning you from because who knows (laughs) who
0: knows what was there right it was crazy it was literally like they were yelling at me I was like okay, yes. A
1: crazy... messages can come to us in so many different ways shapes and forms and yeah I believe everyone has this ability and it's about uncovering how how it works for you you know some people are very visual they may see visions some people hear messages loud and clear some people just have that inner knowing and it's really just about trusting, trusting those messages, that guidance, that inner intuition, however it comes for you, noticing it, acknowledging
0: it, and following the breadcrumbs. Mm, follow the breadcrumbs. Let's just keep installing that. Follow the yeah, breadcrumbs yeah. my thing. Yeah, and, like, I love that because that's absolutely what I felt through the healing that you did for me. It's bringing out what's already inside. Like there's no bringing anything else in. There's no teaching. It is just this is inside of you. Here's how you can embody it. And you find the answers based on this this breadcrumb to help you go to the next step, right? All yeah. the answers are inside. And I, I really love that you honed in on that message just then and in through speaking with you because it's absolutely what I live by as well. It's like the power is inside of you. Everyone in my world that I speak to knows that I'm like, you, I'm going to give you what you need to find the answers and you actually have them.
1: Yeah, yeah. And sometimes, yeah, it's just identifying what's blocking you or removing something that may be holding you back from actually stepping forward into that power or stepping into what it is you truly want in life. So there's so many tools and modalities and different ways that you can uh, identify this and and move through it. You know, like I think in a way we all have our own medicine and our own unique abilities um you know the healing that we just did on you Jess was not just shamanic it was a little bit of everything you know i've got a toolkit and things that i've picked up throughout my life and um all of it really just creates this own unique powerful medicine that i'm able to provide the people who feel called to come and work with me and knowing that I get to work, you know, with my own guides and the receivers' spirit guides and finding spirit animals for them to work with and also downloading other intuitive messages throughout that process. It's really utilising so many different skills and tools that I've picked up and it feels just really great to step into that because coming back to the identity shift and the identity crisis for me, in the past, coming from a very you know corporate type um, persona, always been very spiritual and in touch with um, the universe, and you know very open to all of all of these energies and um, you know all of the magic that is actually available to us. And I haven't really showcased a lot of that. Um, you know, some of my one-on-one clients will will see that and and I know about that, but also. Publicly, I've always kind of advertised myself as, you know, more strategic and more intellectual, and even breathwork, even though it has, you know, the ability to help you to access higher levels of consciousness. It's also very scientific. So for people who may not be fully open to spiritualism or the woo woo side of things, you know, you can kind of get away with breathwork, and when, when you explain the science behind it, so You're able to, to be woo
0: woo and hold on to your yeah. like yeah. it's like a shortcut
1: yeah yeah so I think with the identity shift it's really owning this magical side of me that is really being activated and initiated in me recently and fully stepping into that power and actually voicing it to the world there has been a bit of resistance in my mind to doing that although my heart and my soul really know that it's what I'm here for and what um, the next stage of my journey is. But, you know, we teach shadow work as part of the shamanic path and as part of the shamanic um, practitioner work is really digging into those shadows and this is what the animals will help you to do. They provide a medicine for you to help you work through Whatever the soul sickness is that you're suffering with at the moment, so that, yeah, you can help the animal help you with their own medicine to help you overcome that. And it's really, it's just a really cool, unique way of looking at healing. Yeah. That isn't like anything else that I've ever dove, dove into or experienced myself before.
0: That's I'm cool. so excited to dive deep with my spirit, my animal guide that's come through. And, oh, I'm so excited. And I didn't know that. Well, I think I did know, but I didn't know that about you, about that corporate role, hiding that identity, because I have had the same experience in my life. Literally going from corporate, that's everything. And I used to hide that spiritual side of me as well. Like I would go home, do my tarot cards, do my yoga, do my meditate, and just not tell anyone about it, not post about it, like keep it. as It actually felt like I had two separate lives and stepping into the work that that we do now, it's like we get to integrate all of us and it's stepping into that more magic side. And so, yeah, it's that shift of identity and I love that you brought that in because that's what I wanted to dive into you. Like I've been doing shadow work for years and years and years and there was a time when that was, you know, taboo to talk about and I feel like now it's okay to talk about. (laughs) We're talking about it here. And yeah. Yeah, so I completely get it, how big that shift is from going, I'm professional, I'm corporate, I teach breath work and I can give you the science behind it to, hey, let's go do this healing where I'm going to trust my intuition, connect to my spirit guides, connect to your guides, and we get to heal you through this process. How does that sound? <laughs> it's like <laughs> the ego in that, yeah. how does that feel? Because you've actually done it now. You've stepped in you've gone, I offer these healings now. How does that feel?
1: Yeah it feels really exciting like it's all very very new for me and I haven't really voiced much of it out on the socials and whatnot yet and I feel like this is a great opportunity to you know speak about it on this podcast and and it's just another element to me stepping into it fully and I was very much the same as you. You know, I, I would have this really business, corporate persona at work, you know, very intellectual and driven and motivated and all those things. Um, but I did have a very spiritual side. But I think, you know, there's, there's parts of yourself that you don't feel you can fully expressed in those types of environments and maybe that's just a limiting belief however it's kind of just not the right platform
0: or the right time and space to you know fully go into those sides of yourself I agree it's 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 really important to be surrounded by the right people like I actually speak about this all the time environment is everything like if you are the only spiritual person in a room full of people that think you're ridiculous like you're not going to be able to really tap into it or unleash it so yeah, highly. I just, this is a note that's just come through for anyone that's listening that does feel like that still like find people that are like you because Joe, I'm sure my, you know, the depth that we have in our friendship where we do get to have these conversations and it's normal. And now those other conversations feel weird. And I'm like, what? it's weird that you don't understand this magic. What do you mean? Like, (laughs) so, and that has definitely helped speed up this process and it's so fun and loving. So that was my little message in between there. That just made that yeah. was so great.
1: You're you're totally right though, and I think that's a big part of why I left that environment um, because it didn't really feel an alignment for me. But it took a lot of work on on myself and removing a lot of the programming and and beliefs that I'd been brought up with to know what success looked like. You know, I was brought up to believe success was having a full time job and working your way up the corporate ladder, and you know, having the security of a full time income. And once I let go of a lot of that shit that wasn't mine and those beliefs that weren't really me at my core, then I was able to figure out what my true passion and purpose in life was and really step into owning that. So as we say, the birth and the death and all of that cycle, it happens over and over and over again, I think. It's about our willingness to really lean into it and know what's coming and know what's happening. In the past, I would have felt like, oh, yucky, there's some uncomfortable stuff in my body here. I don't know what that is. I don't know how to deal with it. I'm just going to go party and just ignore (laughs) it and, you know, like have that temporary relief because that was what I thought it was normal to do I thought that you know it's Aussie culture right you work hard for your money and you go and drink some beers I on go, the weekends and go party. And that's it. Yeah. yeah that's right so you know releasing some really deep conditioning around all of that was really the start of my first you know rebirth I guess yeah um but now you know doing more work and doing all the personal development it's I understand that we're very we work in cycles right especially women and that when these things start to come up for me, like I saw the signs that I was about to go through a death for weeks. I was like, oh, shit, it's coming. Oh, shit, all right, when is it going to hit? And then, um, yeah, it hit a couple of weeks ago and I was as prepared as you can be. Um, But also giving myself the space and the time to really go internal, to really figure out where these feelings were coming from, a lot of it was old wounds that were coming up to be healed on an even deeper level. I think the work really is never done. You know, I've done a lot of work on a lot of different traumas and emotions and done all the NLP and all the healings and all the different modalities. And when we, you know, raise our own vibration, we step into a new timeline and a higher frequency, our body has to have time to catch up and sometimes it can bring up old things to be healed at an even deeper level and our ability to lean into that and the shadow and acknowledge it and to learn to love the shadow and know that the ego is going to pop its head up and it's there to help protect you but you need to bypass that if you really want to grow it's where a lot of people fall back into the comfort zone (laughs) instead of leaning into that really deep work um knowing that I've been through it before. I can get through it. I've got all the tools and the resources at my disposal and also the ability to ask for help now, whereas in the past I would have thought I have to go through this all alone. I can't trust anybody to help me through this. So all of the things I've learned really help me to be able to transform like quicker and easier and gentler than what I would have in the past. And that doesn't mean that it doesn't fucking suck and that it's not (laughs) hard and that it's not painful and that emotions don't come up because they really, really do. And I want to just honor people who lean in to do this type of work because it's not, you know, we work in this spiritual space and in this coaching and mentoring space. It's not all love and light all the time. And yes, there's a great place for us to not be in victim mode and to own, you know, what's happened to us in the past. And also, toxic positivity is a real thing and in the past I would have dishonoured what I was feeling because I felt I had to be positive and I had to be you know I didn't want to put burden on anyone if I was to actually express how I was really feeling so there's so many layers and elements to this and knowing that you know that this hard time isn't forever and that there is going to be so much more on the other side that I haven't even experienced yet really helps to get through those dark days when you're, yeah, just feeling really low. So, yeah. So great. With the identity crisis.
0: <laughs> yes. I love that you brought that in. That was so well said. That was so well said. I had so many downloads as you were speaking. Like it's so true. Once you go through it once, I remember at the start of this journey, I thought like this is it, life sucks. And then once you come out the other side of it, when you go through it again, you know that there's another side. You have actual evidence. No, okay, this is going to pass. Everything passes is my favourite. Like impermanence is what actually started this journey for me, like the realisation that nothing is permanent. Mm. And something that you mentioned just then as well, which I think is super critical, that it's so important to honour the sh- the shadows, and I feel shit. <laughs> they feel shit, and I yeah, this toxic positivity is so big and it's that paradoxical feeling of being happy and also being emotionally exhausted and drained at the same time because you can see the light all of a sudden, like you can see the light and you know that it's going to get better and you know there's another side to it. And it's also so important to actually be like, yeah, okay, I know that. And I also need to acknowledge that I'm going through something right now and to actually feel it like to actually let yourself feel it to then come out the other side.
1: Yeah. The more we resist it, the longer it takes. So <laughs> that's really the biggest key and doing the shadow work is really, really feeling it and, you know, digging into where it's coming from because consciously we can think one thing, but then unconsciously most of the time there's a deeper reason as to why it's happening, but knowing it's happening for us and, something I always remind myself when these things are coming up is it's always darkest before the dawn mm. and knowing that, okay, if I'm feeling really heavy right now and I'm feeling overwhelmed with emotion, there's something really big coming. There's something really big growth in this and I need to lean in and I need to just honor myself and give myself the space to process it so that I can come out the other side, re- literally reborn into this new version and something else I found in the past when I was first moving through this type of work is that there's a really, really important part in mourning the old version of you because in order to be reborn, you actually have to die, like a part of you needs to die and you need to let that go and sometimes there's so much resistance to letting that go and also potentially fear and like, who is this new person? What does she look like? Is mm-hmm. am I going to be accepted and loved? And or am I going to be weird? Like, uh, uh, am I going to be disowned by my friends and family? Are they going to understand? Are they going to get it? So, there. It's so so normal to have this conflict going on inside of you. And the more you can surrender and and release that old part of you that's no longer serving you, the more quickly and gently you can low into this new improved version.
0: Yes. Joe, that is my favorite thing ever. I'm so freaking glad this is on this episode. Like that is Oh, it's the secret. Like I'm so I'm yeah, that is actually the secret. And I've had so many funerals for myself. Like full write down mourn past version of me, welcome in the new version of me. It's actually a death. And I have people come to me going, Well, wow, I feel really amazing. But I also feel really, really sad. Mm. I'm like, yes, because just uh, as you said so perfectly, Joe, a part of you needs to die in order for a new part of you to be born. Yeah. And so it's actually just that I just got goosebumps again. Like yeah. it's it's part of it. And I've literally tasked this to people because it was life-changing for me when I realized that it's a death it's Mm. like okay sit down and grieve yeah it's it's grief like sit down grieve it feel it and let yourself be reborn in the most beautiful way Mm. and as bringing it back again like you said you've had some juicy messages this combo I love it like the quicker you feel it the quicker you'll get over it
1: yeah the more resistance the longer it's going to drag out it's really about surrender and trust and to be honest Like I've gotten to the point in the last month or so where I'm like, I'm fucking over it. I trust, I surrender. Like what else can I do? And I got to the point where I was so felt defeated and fed up with trusting and surrendering. And I'm like, when is this going to be over? You know, I think also there's a big part in knowing that if we want to feel deep love and joy and happiness and all of those high vibrational emotions, in order to feel that, we actually have to also feel the depth. It's like the pendulum must swing in both directions. It's the balance of life, light and dark, good and evil, love and fear. Like Just knowing that if I'm feeling this low point right now and I'm feeling this deep sadness or this deep grief or anger or rage or whatever it is, knowing that it's going to unlock an even more potent level of love and joy and expansion in your life on the other side, that's exciting to know. That's
0: so exciting. It's absolutely so beautiful. I'm
1: ready. I'm ready for that. (laughs)
0: thanks for thanks for saying that because it's so great to know as somebody listening that like you may have it all together and still there are moments when you're like I'm fucking sick of this I'm swearing yeah. in this episode apparently yeah sorry, are we not meant to swear we should have there's me. no rules there's no rules whatever comes through um yes that's so the other day I was in the car and I was I was having a bit of a cry about some little problem that I have and I just got the message of how we came here to feel Uh, we came here to feel that was my message it's like you wanted to feel things you want to experience joy and happiness and bliss and ecstasy so with that you also have to experience the other end of it because if you weren't to know sadness you wouldn't know what happiness is so like that, knowing where like it's constantly coaching, coaching myself now, bringing myself back to being like this is just a part of the joy. Yeah, definitely.
1: I, yeah, I teach it a lot as well to my clients. I think sometimes people just aren't aware, and I know for me in the past, I didn't really know how to feel my emotions or process my emotions. I just never was taught growing up and. That's why I partied a lot because I was like, ew, yuck, I don't want to feel, you know, these things. I'm just going to numb it or distract myself. Or speaking about vices, they come in many forms. You know, it can be social media is a big one as well. I'm always very mindful of what am I distracting myself from here? Um, Because sometimes with the shadow work, if you let it go, it'll build up. Whereas if you just deal with little parts of your shadow as they pop their head up here and there, You can kind of move on from those quite quickly. But if you're leaving things to build up and then eventually that's when the bus comes along, that's when the universe is like, right, you've been ignoring this for too long. This is your wake-up call. And I guess it's like do you listen to the feather, the little tickles that you get day-to-day, week-to-week, or do you just ignore those? Keep plodding along, pushing through, thinking that's what you need to do potentially. Cause that's life. Suck it up, move on, charge forward, and then eventually, potentially, the the bus may come along
0: and mm-hmm. smack you in the face, and then you're gonna have to deal with all of it at once. So that's yeah. Well, that's what that's absolutely what happened to me when I was younger. I love that our lives mirror each other so much. It's so funny. I also did that whole. What are you talking about? I Don't have feelings. I'm just gonna. I was my vice was work. I was a workaholic, and I would just party on the weekends. Like it was like. Gym, work, get drunk and high and restart. Like it was no feelings involved. And what happened after a few years of that, it was like I describe it as I put a Band-Aid on this wound Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and it just got infected. It just got so infected because it's that ignoring, right? I just left it there thinking with the Band-Aid it's fine. And then all of a sudden instead of a tiny wound, I'm left with this big freaking infected thing that's been ignored for years and years and years that now you just got to face the big which like
1: festering
0: which took me I spent I think it was was it 2020 that year was probably the best year that ever happened to me because I was forced to sit with myself right no work no socializing no partying and I was living on my own in an apartment I just got so deep with myself. That's when I did all the deepest shadow work. Like I just sat with myself basically 24 hours of the day and became came out the other side like a freaking flower. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, It's um, it's so interesting when you look back and you can see the elements that played out that lead you to exactly where you're meant to be at the time, we're never really consciously aware of what that means. And in hindsight, it's so cool to notice that, wow, I was always on the right path. How could I not be, you know, even if I've made choices that didn't feel good at the time, man, so much good and so many lessons that have been so valuable have come from that. So, yeah. You just reminded me,
0: I want to share, actually, you just reminded me of something that came up in our healing of you asked me, if there was a point in my life where I felt like I'd betrayed myself and Mm -hmm. it's something that has, it was bothering me a lot. And I kind of forgot about it until you asked me this question. And Mm -hmm. so a lot of, you know, my story, I was dating a guy for 10 years on and off and I felt like I betrayed myself by going back to him the moment that he cheated on me the second time, right? First time I forgave him, second time he cheated on me and I left the house. And in that moment where I decided to came back, I was holding on to that betrayal of, myself and you like we chatted and that reframe of with this brain that I have now I knew that that lesson wasn't done I still I mean we still stayed in stayed dating for six years after that you know what I mean so with the maybe if I was to reframe and go intuitively maybe I went back because I knew I still had things to learn right I would have I yeah my whole life wouldn't have been the same if I'd left in that moment yeah right so it's like instead of feeling like you betrayed yourself you've done like exactly what you were supposed to do to learn the lessons that you needed to learn
1: yeah I believe it'll it's all divine it's all meant to happen and it's more so the important thing is releasing the emotion that may still be attached to it which is where all these great modalities and healing tools can come in to help you move past the emotion that may still be attached to the memory and reframing it and noticing that it happened for you and not to you is really powerful and important, right?
0: It's so great. And actually it was so fast that just came through. Like everyone thinks it needs to be really, really hard and complicated to reframe. That conversation was like a couple minutes long, right? Yeah. And my whole perspective of my whole past has changed. Like, I like it- that
1: it's the power of um yeah of language and communication yeah sorry and, and
0: perception right mm-hmm. perception. and being being open and mm, trusting like everything's perfect and you get yeah. led on the path exactly as you need to yeah. um
1: another point that i want to touch on that's just come through as well was a lot of the time when i work with clients I always ask them, you know, are you kind of open to believing in something more than just you, you know, whether it's God or whether it's universe or whatever you want to call it, there's no right or wrong. Just believing in something more than this physical reality. And most people are very, very open to it and they may believe it in some way, shape or form they may not really understand or know how to explain that. Um, However, I always explain that I really believe in past lives and that we come to this life with a contract that we're meant to live out certain experiences with certain people in our life for a purpose. So it in the past, when I really started to awaken and, and realize that there was more to life, it's something that really helped me to look at the past and see it in a different light. Instead of feeling like, poor me, victim, why did all this stuff happen to me? Like, why did I have such a hard childhood? It made me realize that I chose my life I actually chose everything that has happened, all the good and the bad, and that it's happened for a reason and for me to evolve and for me to learn and for me to grow. And that completely changed my life when I realized that, which was probably 15 years ago now. Wow. Um, and it's, it's a concept that I just like to use if people aren't really sure on exactly how to view what this life is and knowing that there's something more to life. It's like if you can see that you have. Chosen this life, and you have a contract to fulfill in this lifetime.
0: It can really just start to help you to see things in a different way. It changes everything. I truly, I believe that as well. I I truly believe that that we came here with the choice. I remember thinking, like, I mean, I went through that whole teenage thing. Like, I hate my parents. Why do I have these parents? And then that realization that actually they've taught me a lot of lessons that I wouldn't be the person that I was if I didn't have these parents. So it's like. Mm -hmm that that knowing that we chose this and we chose these lessons and somebody even said like how deep you want to go like there are contracts made up there wherever that is that go cool I'm going to give you this lesson so maybe another life me my mom had a different lesson and she was like cool I'm going to teach you this this lifetime and I'm like okay sounds great and now instead of holding resentment to it I get to go well right this is a great lesson that I obviously wanted to learn
1: it's, it's so great like when you can comprehend it. I know for me like a lot of my trauma in the past came from my mom, and when I was able to see that she came into this lifetime and we agreed for her to play this really difficult role in order for me to, you know, evolve and to break the chain of what's happened in our in our lineage, mm. I'm actually now super grateful for her to play this really hard role because she's carrying a lot She's carrying a lot of heavy energy, a lot of guilt and a lot of shame and things from the past. So now instead of blaming her for that, I'm like, thank you so much, mum, for playing this role in my life because it's helped me to be who I want to be and become who I need to be. So many goosebumps. Yeah, yeah
0: that's, yeah, I have a very similar feeling so what you said just really hit home for me and I've heard it before so it was just like you know we listened to the messages that was the message confirmation for me of yeah they've taken almost um what is the word but they've sacrificed a lot in this lifetime in order for us to have the growth that we are able to have which is such a gift yeah
1: we get to break break that for the future generations if we choose to you know we choose to have children we're not going to repeat that pattern and that cycle that may have been going on in our in our family for many generations so that's really super cool and it's a big it's a big responsibility (laughs) as well and also we've chosen that so it's (laughs) like hey I know I've got this I wouldn't have chosen this life for myself if I wasn't able to handle it right (laughs) Let's own it, step into it.
0: And do you find that you're also healing? So I know you just spoke like, yeah, we're here to heal future generations. Mm -hmm. Have you found that through this work you're also going back and healing like your mum and further on? Yeah, and for me
1: in the past I was really codependent. So I was like that fixer. I felt that the way that I had to receive love from friends, family, partners was to be the mother and to do everything for them and help them heal and all of that when I didn't really have my own shit together at that point either and what I've realized it's been one of the most powerful lessons on this journey is that the way that we can actually only help anybody else is by doing the work on ourselves and to release that need to fix and save anybody else what I now realise is that the more that I jumped in and tried to save and fix others, the more I was actually doing them a disservice because I wasn't allowing them to fall down and to learn the lessons the hard way themselves. You know, like I was probably coming in and, um, you know, bypassing their little tickles and their and their bricks, right, from the universe because I was trying to help, help them with everything. Whereas now I realise that it's not up to me to help and fix them. All I have power over is doing the work on me. And when I fully release that need to jump in and want to help and fix my family and whoever else, the more they've actually healed, which is crazy, right? So, you know, I went back home for Christmas and completely didn't try to change or or do anything, just met my family where they're at and just loved them and appreciated them. And when I left, the ripple effect that my energy had had without me trying was actually visible and they could feel it and they could see it and they're like, Joe, we don't know what you've done, but I feel like you've healed something in me or that, you know, I'm now finding that I want to do this for myself and do that because you when, when we do the work on us and we can be this pillar of light potentially they may feel inspired to want to do that for themselves or some of it may rub off on them and knowing that that happened without me actually trying or wanting for that to happen is just proof that yeah you can really heal others just by embodying
0: the best version of yourself yes oh I love that they had that reaction that is everything that is the most rewarding feeling Seeing that, hearing that response, especially from family. Yeah. Like you actually get to just be the example. And I always say this, it's you know, my grandma's actually coming to me. That's yeah, such a great reflection of I've gone with the focus of be the change.
1: Yeah. Like
0: be the change, just be and loudly, right? Like I do say, share your voice, share your voice. Like there's no point in changing and keeping it to yourself. So they're listening, even if it's not consciously like and energetically family they feel and so that's so beautiful I feel a lot of people needed to hear that that that's how you help them by just being yourself meeting them where they are showing Mm -hmm. them kindness and showing them how much you can change
1: yeah yeah it's really that like love and acceptance that they're doing the best they can with what they have right now and knowing that it's necessary for them to go on this journey for them mm-hmm. and that we don't have to jump in and try and change anything for them. Yeah. You know, obviously, if they're asking for support and asking for guidance, then that's great. But I know for me in the past, I was always offering unsolicited advice, which is actually really triggering on the other end because it makes the other person feel like you think I don't know what I'm doing. You think that you know better than me. And, yeah, it's not well received. So you're better off just taking a step back, stay in your own lane, focus on you and your growth. And if that helps somebody else, great. And if it doesn't, that's okay because that's their journey. They, they, they're they exactly where they need to be right now.
0: Yeah. Oh, That's so, so beautiful. Yay. I think we didn't even get to chat about breathwork, so maybe we'll have to do another episode just completely on breathwork because that's course, a whole that. magic episode on its own. That yeah. was so awesome, Joe. And it seems to be the same theme. What is one thing that you would leave the audience with after this conversation that we've just had?
1: the first thing that came to me was just lean in like don't shy away from doing the deep work you know it's this this healing journey is great when you're self-love and doing all of the nice things for yourself and giving yourself time and space but if you're avoiding doing that deep work then you're not really going to get the long-lasting changes that are available to you. So lean into the discomfort would be my
0: advice. Yummy. Yes, I love that piece of advice. Thank you so much, Joe. This conversation has been amazing, absolutely filling my intention with these, which is just to bring these conversations to the ears of the people that are ready to hear them. So thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. It's been amazing chatting with you as always. And so what's your Instagram handle? I'll pop it in the show notes for people to find you. Awesome. Thanks for having me
1: too. And it's great that you're doing this. I think it's really important to spread these messages out there. So congratulations. Um, My Instagram is jojo underscore spear, J-O-J-O underscore S-P-E-H-R. And that's the best place to get me on Instagram.
0: Yay. Yay. Thanks so much. Stay tuned for the Breathwork episode. (laughs) But thank (laughs) you, Joe. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Everything you need to know is in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you would leave a rating and send us a DM of what you got most out of this. All right. See you next time.